the only podcast for every week we talk about what's outraging the internet and then we let you be the judge we let you be the jury we let you be the executioner too in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm officer grant how you doing grant good that's great hey let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week brad carter from the phone losers of america way fun and you i I couldn't make it to hobocon over the weekend but you went yeah how was it it was fine it was fine it was great hello hello to anybody that's uh listening that i met there that may be listening oh wow okay how you guys doing hope you guys had a fine time as well yeah it was cool Got to meet a lot of interesting people that all did uh, prank phone call shows. (laughs) It's a culture, man. It's a scene. It really is. So we got a new guest this week. We got Jack Allison. What's up, Jack? What's happening? Uh, Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, Jack, you've been a podcast guest on many shows. You've been on Doughboys. You've been on your Kickstarter Sucks. You've been on our uh, our friend Brett Mercer's show, Big Time Garbage. And here we are on Thought Cops at last. Finally. Finally. Uh, I've been working working my way up. I've been been, been doing all the ranks and I finally Uh uh, worked my way up the bracket and then here we are. You see, Jack, he paid his dues and look where it got him. How great is that? It is very great. But yeah, Jack... Uh, you got your own podcast, uh, Struggle Session. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, me and Leslie, uh, uh, who I uh, co-host the podcast with, it's kind of like a leftist look at like pop culture. And by that, I mean, when we're mm-hmm. like, it's a leftist look at pop culture, it's like, we are leftists. You know what I mean? And we watch <laughs> right, yeah. movies and shit like that. And so it's like not necessarily about like... Uh, I don't know. It can be about, you know, what leftist themes you find in things, but it's also just about, you know, interacting with uh, uh, culture and, and media in our modern world. Exactly. Yeah, from what I hear, it's not necessarily through the lens, but it's like you may talk about politics and you may just be ranking the Final Fantasy games and then you're you know, a good time we're, talking we're, about I, it. I like politics and I like Final Fantasy. And so that's kind of like what it is. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And you also got your own Twitch channel, Jack AM. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So I do Jack AM uh, uh, out of my apartment here, um, as I'm sure everyone mm-hmm. does on Twitch. Uh, uh, but uh, oh, I, yeah. I do I do a morning show every day uh, uh, at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, and I do it with my wife, Kate Raft. Um, and so yeah, mm-hmm. we we I you know we do a morning show. I mean, I, I cover topical news stories, and you know we uh, drink coffee and 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 talk about the news for two hours uh, uh, in the morning every morning uh, every weekday yeah. and that's a great application of the format because i know you talk a lot you talk a lot about how great that twitch is and that yeah a lot of people are utilizing it more and more not just for like you know playing minecraft or whatever they're sure. using it for it's just easy access to get out a show on you know live streaming well, look, we, this is the first time like in like history that you can stream out like full television quality like video and audio just from your like mm-hmm. video game computer you know what i mean and like yeah. that is much 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 more powerful and i basically i also do like to play video games on twitch so i don't want to like you know uh, uh be dismissive about playing video games on twitch because i like to do it and i and i think it's fun and everything like that but you know mm-hmm. these softwares the same softwares and everything that we're using to stream games on twitch you can ostensibly do everything that you could do on public access television you know 20 years ago just all from your home computer and i i think that that's extremely powerful actually and you know whether it's twitch or wherever the fuck people are doing live streaming i just think that you know live uh, um you know uh, uh, entertainment uh, video 
video entertainment uh, uh, is is, is going to be huge and, and is huge. It is huge. Yeah. And I was going to say, too, um, you know, you are somebody who works in Hollywood, has worked in Hollywood. You wrote for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um, and I, you do, you know, you're taking advantage of a lot of these other formats for media that don't just abide to the rules of you lower know, lower barriers to entry exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Lower barriers to entry and also they don't they're not regulated by these um you know producers and gatekeepers and sure. things like that. Multimedia can yeah, I mean, look companies. like y- yeah. you have to give up a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it is a compromise to do stuff with these big companies. Um and that compromise happens like well before you ever are making, you know, a a comfortable living. You know what I mean? Like you have to totally, compromise yeah. your ideas and the stuff you want to do ostensibly even to pitch to these places. And that's that's kind of like mm-hmm. where I ended up, you know, coming to sort of my wits end with the and I mean I, I say that I'm at my wits end with entertainment, but obviously if somebody called me on the fucking phone, I would probably like do a job. Like, I would take the money. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But like uh-huh. the thing yeah. is that I'm just not like that uh, um, devoted or excited about you know development and pitching and everything like that because I think the process is a little bit busted and and I do think you need to make compromises like creatively um, before you even go in the door that I think are kind of you know not worth making and I think a lot of the times we make these compromises you know where people that are trying to make stuff on television and movies and everything they like start making these compromises ahead of time and and you know we're ending up using like our sort of most creative creatively fertile years of our lives like trying to create you know this vague idea of what an executive might like and we end up making nothing i think in the end of all that you know you you got a lot of great insight on that like from a you know what all number of shows you've been on you know for the sake of vulnerability as someone who also is aspiring to be in tv writing uh there are moments where i do feel yeah disenchanted by the whole thing and um you know, happy to be doing our own thing here. And yeah, like, you know, same situation, obviously. It would be awesome. You know, very, very sure. lucky to have an opportunity like that. Uh, but there are so many other ways to get content out nowadays. So I'm kind of just at this point happy doing whatever I'm doing and whatever happens, happens. So, you know, I, I think you got a lot of great perspective on your show for that. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, look, I, I don't fucking, you know, uh, uh, I, I certainly don't like begrudge anybody trying to make it in the entertainment industry or anything like that. But I also do for think sure. a lot of times, like when people think about these jobs, they don't think about what it is actually to like do the job. You know what I mean? Like you think about the yeah, prestige yeah. or the what it would mean about you or your life to like have the job and what kind of signifier it would be and what it would mean to you and your personality and everything like that. But I think people like often don't think about like you know, spending like 60 hours a week, you know, doing like Trump is has orange skin jokes. You know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> yeah. does suck. Like, even if you are getting paid, even if you have like all the prestige and everything like that. And I know I'm not trying to complain and I don't have the job anymore or anything like that. But to do the job does suck. <laughs> it's a job. I know like Grant and I were talking about that recently where it's yeah, like at the end of the day, a job's a job. Right. You know? Yeah. No matter what. Yep. And I think I, I can't remember. If I was listening to one of the more recent episodes of Struggle Session, or I can't remember where I got this from, but someone was talking about how, like, The Daily Show, for instance, uh, all of The Daily Show spinoffs and how they're all... they're all like the same like oh this is what news used to look like in the 80s so we're spoofing this this thing that doesn't even exist anymore this is something i yeah i i don't know if you heard it on struggle session but it's something i've talked about before i think so which is that yeah like i think that modern news parody shows are parodying this look and style of news from like the 80s and 90s and modern news doesn't even look like that anymore like all the comedy shows like where it's just a guy at a desk talking to you i'm like that's only comedy news shows that does that that's not what real Mm -hmm. news shows even look like anymore yeah so you're talking about all these uh like studio executives and stuff like that like oh it needs to be this way and it's just like you can sit in front of a webcam right and talk to people for three hours right and you'll get more views than hassan minaj i mean or frankly honestly i mean and i don't even care about views you know what i mean but like when you look at something like you know, all these like uh, uh, sort of fake and comedy news shows have this sort of like, you know, very daily showish format. And that's because they're it's a format because they're doing, you know, what mm-hmm. what three camera sitcoms used to look like. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a way yeah. there's a mechanism and it's a machine that has been built before. And so now building one of these political comedy shows is like building a similar machine to the machine that got built before. And so, yeah, you end yeah. up with all these shows that are like 
pretty much identical because they're all built to be identical uh, and they're all based off this carbon copy of a carbon copy of a carbon copy which was 20 years ago a parody of something and they none of them mm-hmm. are anything they're not a parody of anything i recognize anymore it's a weird state of things too and also you know maybe things were more static at one point but now things and how we consume them and how we produce them are changing constantly so whatever you're spoofing also has to change constantly you can't just be like doing the same 90s format thing forever yeah i mean yeah. spongebob memes go out of style within two days nowadays <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. fuck you know for god's well, sakes and you know when it comes down to it i know you're tra- you said you're trying to work in ten- television writing and everything like that but when it comes down yeah. to it i'm like it's it's similar to what you were saying who who watches television anymore i think that's like the that's biggest, it too dude one seriously of the, one of the biggest confused like most confusing things about the television business right now is it's like near impossible to quantify what makes a show a success or not a success like i actually swear yeah. that i think that they think shows are successful if they get like a lot of tweets happening around them there used to be like ratings it used to be that like a lot of people would watch shows and that's how you kept them on the air and yeah. stuff like that the, but the now Nielsen every box. show yeah. gets like the same views gets what gets like one tenth the views of like pimple popping videos and so it's like it's all a watch. <laughs> like it's like does this give us some yeah. sort of like coolness factor to have it on the air then we'll keep it on the air does it get a lot of tweets or yeah. is it a you know a favor to the boss's kid yeah. then it stays on yeah. do you have any insight into how uh, we talk a lot on this show about uh how the some of these corporate uh conglomerates uh, like old media are sort of taking over youtube sure and how you know you used to go on youtube and just see like oh here's a video of a guy at the zoo or whatever sure, and yeah. like just weird strange personal stuff and then it's you know, just clips of kimmel clips of conan sure. and it's like where did where did all the original content go do you have any sort of like insight well, into that i at mean all? to be frank it's because they all like yes do i have any insight into that like into like why all of a sudden like kimmel and talk shows started getting pushed up the algorithm and everything like that it's because like Google is a big company and Disney is a big company. And so like they have executives that interface with each other. And I didn't like, you know, I didn't work in social media for Kimmel or anything like that. But when you are at the Jimmy Kimmel show, you know, and you're in social media there, you have the phone number for YouTube. You can like get people on the phone at YouTube to like specifically answer to you or whatever. So like, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of how the algorithm works and everything like that, but, you know, I Mm -hmm. certainly think that, like, they started pushing, you know, I think that there was, like, you know, sort of deal, I don't know if there were, like, actual financial deals made or if it was just sort of, like, we're going to, like, you know, most favored nations this or whatever, but I think they started pushing, uh, um, especially talk show content uh, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. But I mean, the alternative is like all this fucking weirdo, like child porn and stuff like that. So I'm like, YouTube's a fucking disaster area, even to begin <laughs> it's with. It's a hellscape. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Fucking everything. Everything is a fucking hey, disaster. Speaking yeah. of uh, talk shows, I had one other question I wanted to ask you about. Um, Mitch Live. Uh-huh. If you could talk a little bit about that. Um, what about it? I mean, so Mitch Live is a show that we've done on Twitch a couple times here. Uh, um, mm-hmm. It's based on a show that we did a long time ago, but it's a very, it's a different show. You know, it's a different show. So we had done this show yeah. at UCB that was a similar show, uh, and it got picked up to do a pilot. Uh, we partnered with uh, Funny or Die, and we made a pilot at FX, uh, and it didn't get picked up. And, you know, they all still own the rights to that show. So we came up with a different show that is also about okay. Mitch, you know, hosting a talk show that he doesn't know what's happening, and it's called Mitch Live. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we have really real, funny concept. We yeah. have real celebrity guests uh, when we can get them, and we have real, you know, comedy bits and monologue mm-hmm. jokes and everything like that. And Mike Mitchell is our host, and he doesn't know mm-hmm. anything that's going to happen uh, uh, before <laughs> it happens in the show. So we don't give him any interview prep. We don't yeah, tell yeah. him who the guests are going to be or anything like that. And he just kind of has to wing it, wing it uh, uh, as he goes through it. Um, and it's all on Twitch, right? Yeah. So we've done that on Twitch a couple times. We, we yeah, that's I, awesome. I desperately want to bring it back. We uh, we're we're many months we're a few months out, or you know, I, a little while out uh, from uh, the last Mitch live, but we're gonna bring it back soon. Mm-hmm. I look forward to it. Um, moving on though, here we got a little bit of our own show news. We got uh, some new stickers in the store. I think what I always forget the URL. What is it? Teespring.com/slash/thoughtcops. Try that. That might work. 
<laughs> I'm sure if you Google Thought Cops and Teespring, you all can figure it That's, out. Yeah. The listeners, you can you know how to fucking find things online. They're Go s- get the stickers. They're smart. Yeah. <laughs> smart smart kids. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm imagining the idiot, the fucking simple brain moron that like types it in and goes, Oh, it doesn't work and just closes out of the tab. Oh, somebody's yeah. gonna say that. Somebody's gonna get back to us. There's gotta be point. one person. Yeah. Look, and, I'm, I'm uh, going to Google it right now just to see how easy it is. Okay, I'm going to say Teespring Thought It's this easy. It's the top one. Oh, beautiful. It is the top. Beautiful. The Fantastic. SEO is, you guys, number one, have excellent SEO. And yeah, yes. it's the top We've one. We've been trying. Just search it. We've been practicing our SEO. Yeah, in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, another quick piece of show news. Uh, we got a Facebook group. Uh, it's now open. Oh. It used to be for the $1 tier. We got rid of the $1 tier on Patreon. Yeah. You can still give us $1 if you, you want, but still... I recommend two. Yeah. Two, five, ten. Those are the Patreon yeah. tiers. Patreon.com slash thought cops. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash group slash thought cops. There's no mm-hmm. series of numbers or letters? No, or, okay, no awesome. numbers, no letters. Wow. Just... See, this is what yeah. I'm talking about with the SEO. No letters, <laughs> no, no numbers. Top Google, that's good shit. You just plug your brain in and go. <laughs> so let's get right to it here. Let's move on to Two Minutes of Hate, the very famous, very favorite segment of the show where we like to blanket punish all those annoying things we see on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest. So GeoCities. GeoCities, you know, you see it here and there if you can find it. Um, so let's get right to it. Uh, my... Two minutes of hate this week is whenever somebody screenshots some goofy phrase or some goofy thing and they just go, new Tinder bio. Yeah. It's like uh, some dumb phrase from like a like uh, some out of context video game dialogue and they're like, new Tinder bio. Gotcha. So it's a new Tinder bio. And, and you know, okay. yes. yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it stinks. It's just this idea of regurgitating out whatever you see and it's like this person it's it just the way our, our minds are wired at this point grant why the hell are you smiling no, so much just because i keep thinking of uh like it it's it's a formula it's i can't just write a funny quote that mm-hmm, i think right. i have to find a funny quote and then here's the formula right. is quote yeah. blank yeah in I, this instance blank is new tinder bio you know this mm-hmm. gets so complex because people will say like oh it's memes and all this kind of shit but a lot of times with this kind of stuff with like new tinder bio and stuff like that i always am like yeah but that's not like your joke you know what i mean it's always yeah, like weird because right, yeah. i'm like oh you're just like doing a joke you like saw or something like that exactly um, exactly the one, that like, the one of that sort of genre that i've been really really hating lately is uh not the onion Whenever people like oh, post God, a news yeah. article yeah. and then they're like, "Ugh, this is not the onion." By the way, first of all, it never sounds like an onion headline. It's always just like something <laughs> right, fucked right, up yeah. or bad. And they're, they're like, "It's like Trump, <laughs> yeah. like you know, is cutting off you know, uh, uh, like you know, the entire southern border." And they're like, "This is actually not the onion." I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't sound like the fucking onion." <laughs> It just yeah, sounds like a shitty, like a horrible take, news yeah. story. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the onion is I like funny. Say, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. That's I will why it's not say the onion. though, last week reading uh, uh, "Last Living Hitler" relative uh, oh, yeah, convicted was, of pedophilia. Uh, yeah, I I double checked that numerous times. Just like Check and then you and then you saw the fucking picture of him. and You're like, that's not that's not Hitler. Uh, yeah. That's Hitler. <laughs> that's. A Hitler. Uh, but anyway, for uh, this new Tinder bio, yeah. um, your punishment is, uh, you know, I got to say, I got to dig up. We're speaking of memes here. I'm going to dig up an ancient meme. Uh, your new Tinder bio is just that stupid face, that crying face. And it says uh, forever alone underneath mm-hmm. it. And uh, the only actually the only things you can put in your, on your Tinder bio are those dumbass like the uh, advice animals memes like a boss. <laughs> Memes, memes like that. Your your Tinder profile picture is a uh, scumbag, Steve. Yeah, so you will be forever alone because you will be uh, considered a freak yeah. for uh, putting that stuff online. But anyway, uh, Jack, uh, I don't know if that was that not the onion. Your two minutes of hate, or did you have something no, else you want to get off your chest? I was just jumping in there. I was okay, for sure. In there, um, I, I'm sure I can find something else I hate off the top of my mind, off the just off the top of my head. Let us see. Well, <laughs> this has to yeah, be this has to be an internet a, thing from this week, right? Eh, it doesn't have to be from this week. Just in general. Just in general. Just yeah, something that. that you know gets under your skin that you, yeah. you see these trends and you just <laughs> ah. Can you can you can we can we do one more and then come back to me? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll do one. Okay. Um all right. I was on uh I was on Facebook. Um Okay. Yeah. I was on Facebook. You know how you're on Facebook sometimes? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was on it this time. And uh, one of my friends that I know from college uh, that, like, you know how most people on Facebook are just people you sort of know? Like, maybe they're sure. not even your friends. They're just, like, mm-hmm. just some guy I met once, you know, <laughs> hung out with. Saw him at, like, another party sometime. Yeah. Uh, he, he put one of those uh, infamous, I'm cleaning out my friends list today. Oh, boy. And underneath, like, one of his comments was, uh, you all know who you are. And I was just like, I don't know who I am. I don't know if this is me. Wait, Grant, did you make the cut? I think I made the cut, but wow. I don't know why I made the cut. <laughs> that is weird. It's I, giving me an identity crisis how? because I don't know, like, why I would be included or excluded, you know? Yeah. How, how well did you know this guy? Uh, oh, like, fairly well. Okay. Not that well, but... Well enough, apparently. One of those things where it's just like... like I'm not friends with anybody on Facebook. I'm friends with like three people in real life. I okay. have 500 Facebook friends. Yeah. I don't like any of you. Like, <laughs> if I didn't make the cut, I'd be like, oh, well, my feelings are hurt, but I, I, I don't know. And you would never know any better. That's the thing, yeah. too. You would never know. This guy would just disappear from your Facebook friends and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd, how rude. Yeah. How terrible. So what's your punishment? Uh, I guess just <laughs> delete me. I don't know. Yeah, delete, delete Grant. Your punishment is get rid of Grant. I'll, if if I've talked to you within the last 48 hours, you can be my Facebook friend. If not, okay. just like whatever. Just re-add me next time you see me and then delete me yeah. a couple minutes later. Whatever. Fair enough. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, go I ahead. Don't know. I don't know if these people like. No, go ahead. I, I interrupted. You were going to do one more riff. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, it's... <laughs> We're all Just ripped take, out on this one. Yeah, yeah, toss right. it in the gutter. I, I have one. I Get did. It. I figured room. it out. I figured out what I yes. uh, uh, what I'm very tired of on the internet. Um, and I'm skipping. I'm looking through the rest of uh, the show topics here to see that we're not necessarily doing it here. And I am simply tired of it. Okay. And I think we cover it. We're going to cover it maybe a little bit less, a little bit later in the show. But it's a very internet phenomenon. But I'm getting very yeah. very tired uh, of the the sort of discourse around. Netflix stand-up comedy special launches. I am getting yep. very, yeah. very, very tired, and I don't really even have that much to say about the content of these shows that much, but I'm getting very, very yeah. tired of the Netflix marketing department and whatever uh, press releases they're putting out about these talks or about these uh, stand-up specials, because boy, does it make for a tiresome fucking experience on Twitter whenever any fucking Netflix stand-up special comes out. Uh, um, I was tweeting about this earlier this week, but it is the same people that are sort of driving this conversation that release Nanette as released, you know, the Chappelle special and the Bill Burr special and like tried to set the conversation as, you know, those being anti PC and then obviously, you know, uh, uh, made waves with Nanette and everything like that. These are sort of like, you know, we're falling for marketing here and I'm getting tired of the discourse. Not necessarily if I, it's okay to be upset or not upset or anything like that, but let's stop. Yeah making this the fucking main topic of the day every time Netflix releases a uh, stand-up special, whatever it is. It's always like this, like, super triggered thing, or it's like... The exact opposite. It's always like a post-comedy, anti-comedy kind of like... (laughs) Right. It's a TED Talk. It's a TED Talk or something like that. Yeah, yeah. A sort of, like, weird TED Talk that's like, you know... And it's all good. Like, I again, it's not really even about the content of these things, but it is like, you know, the in the way that they market them and in the way that they roll them out, you know, people complain about, you know, the way that reviewers review them and they complain about the way these things, you know, and cancel culture and everything like that. And I am saying, let's even step it back, like, one step further and recognize that the marketing departments, you know, at the at, at Netflix, uh, uh, like stand to benefit a lot from you know getting this con- getting yeah. everyone fired up on both sides. Uh, uh, and you know, I think that the thing that we need to notice mo- most of all is that everyone's talking about every single Netflix ban- stand up special when they come out, and I think Netflix is yep. probably very happy about that. So you know, maybe let's. Uh, oh, they're loving it. Stop getting played so much by Netflix. And so my punishment to the folks who uh, have gotten played over and over and over again uh, by the Netflix stand-up specials and their and their rollouts uh, uh, here uh, from the marketing department is I sentence them to watch all of the stand-up specials that they post about. 
um, because that oh, will be a fucking nightmare. It's it's not fun to watch comedy or stand up or anything. I sentence everyone who wants to post about any fucking Netflix stand up special in any direction. I sentence them to watch it in full. And you know, I think that if everyone was required to watch in full uh, all this bullshit, then we would probably not post about just about anything. Yeah, you just you need you need a good five minutes to form an opinion. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, and look, I know, I know, I, and there's like a caveat to the caveat of yeah. the caveat. Yes, we will talk. You know, we, will talk like, we will talk later in this episode about Chappelle oh, yeah. and everything like that. And there, you know, I have conversations, but I have thoughts about all this kind of stuff. But I, I do think that yeah. in the sort of initial launch of these things, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I can't wait for the uh, Joe Rogan Disney Plus special. <laughs> <laughs> the inevitable <laughs> Joe Rogan. Disney. Yeah, really. Well, I guess speaking of Chappelle, why don't we uh, why don't we segue into the main story topics? Yeah, let's do um, that. So, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the internet's outrage-inducing news stories, oh and then boy. we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often very unusual punishment. I wanted to talk about one that actually I just read about on the train over here today. Uh, Jack, I know you've been on Twitter talking a lot about um, SNL, talking with the writing staff and all that kind of discourse around that (laughs) so uh i think you might have actually seen this today as well with uh shane gillis was he's one of the new snl cast members yeah and i guess uh he he uh, an episode of a podcast he was on or i think it actually might be his own podcast sure where he was doing a uh a an impression of a um see your chinese american or no no just just doing an impression of uh chinese people and what did that sound like I'm just joking. <laughs> a little bit of something like this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll learn. We'll learn a lesson from. Uh, we'll learn our lesson from Shane here on this one. So well, yeah, I guess uh, I, I wouldn't be so fast uh, uh, as as you know. I'll have a I'll have a take on this very shortly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I so, think here. Yeah, so look, this is a fucked up thing. You know, it's like. Uh, uh, Yes, like, uh, this thing came out that he's on these podcasts and he's been saying he said a bunch of fucked up and racist stuff. There's even, like, another article out that's, like, you know, he's, like, well-known for doing, like, racist and, you know, like, sexist comedy and stuff like that. I, uh, you know, okay, so here's my sort of deep conspiracy theory here is that given that there is such, like, a, there's a preponderance of it, there's so much of this kind of material from this guy, I want to posit that SNL is maybe trying to hire an anti-PC, anti-SJW sort of uh, type of hire. That's what I, I want to posit. I think that there, there's so much material. I think that this is maybe not a uh, matter of them not doing their due diligence, and it's maybe a matter of them doing their due diligence. And I'll, I'll put forward that- once again that perhaps what we're all doing today is what they expected and wanted. <laughs> we'll see if he right. gets fired. We'll see if he gets fired. But when I read the other thing about how like he's like well known and this is like what all his material is and everything, I'm like, oh, like so did they hire? You know, uh, uh, like, is it just like they're trying to check a box because this is such a big sort of part and element of comedy right now? Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say that makes a lot of sense because uh, I mean you saw with SNL Trump got elected and they did the orange face whatever oh, yeah. uh, what's her name McCarthy uh, doing the Sean Spicer <laughs> right, impression yeah. blah 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 and then like after a couple of after like a year or two of them doing that they started sort of pushing back on a lot of the stuff and they they did like the woke jeans commercial right. and whatever the fuck like sort of spoofing like the other side right you know there's well, two and, sides and the head writers yeah. are michael che and colin jose we know that michael che certainly is no fan of sort of uh, uh pc and sjw culture mm-hmm. yeah and right. i mean pete davidson went off like what two or three weeks yeah, ago right. about you, you, fucking so you have to, so you have to, you have to like and, and also this is like a popular sort of strain of thought with like older comics like the types of folks that like all these young folks at, at snl probably are like hanging out with and like talk to and uh, you know aspire yeah. to be like mm-hmm. and everything like that so i would put forward that perhaps there's a bit of like an anti-pc sort of strain of thought uh uh you know, uh, um, yeah. running through SNL, perhaps. You can't say anything nowadays. I mean, that Back is what in that's the 80s, like. You, you know, say whatever. That's my biggest, yeah. that's my biggest thing with all now. this stuff. And it's like, what do you mean yeah. by that? You can't say anything. You mean you can't say anything, or people will like get mad for half a day or something like that? Like, I don't actually know who like really loses that much 
from cancel culture, you know, and I've, I've, I've gotten like some pushback from this before, but I'm like, I can't think of any like real big examples outside of like physical assault and shit like that, where people got canceled, yeah. like in good faith over, you know, uh, uh, jokes and stuff. And then like, have never had a career. You know what I mean? Even Louie, it's like Louie was, is being, I think Louie is being canceled rightly for being like a workplace safety issue i don't think that it's like worth canceling louis over his material it's like louis is we're only trying to push out louis because he's a super fucked up guy and he like blocked the door and jacked off in front of people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah a different story from whatever podcast appearance he may or may not have had i mean the fact that nick DiPaolo put out a fucking stand-up special like (laughs) it means anyone can fucking have a career not have it it fucking be tanked over but even look at nick anything these days it's a fucking marketing trick it's like that's how they know to market stand-up specials right now we are only marketing stand-up specials to like republicans or democrats like you know what i mean you know, from what I read, read into this, and I think um, this guy, Shane Gillis, he's somebody who I think has been on Come Town before or something along those yeah. lines. So I think that whole thing, I, it's like that even... There's we've talked too much about irony on the show lately. There's just there's all these layers and it's all culminating into an understandable, digestible head, you know, (laughs) almost barely, but almost that's that's how it feels. I feel like I'm in the Matrix and they're looking at the screen and they're just sort of observing the numbers as they trickle by. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, Yeah, the sort of grand theory of all of it is like beginning to make sense. Sure. Yeah, like uh, but all the stuff we're talking about, like the weaponized outrage. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if if you can get people stirred up about something, people will watch it just to see what you're talking about. Because if Netflix was like, come watch the Bill Burr special, he's really funny, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, we don't but want if they're funny. like, oh, you can't say anything nowadays. Oh, yeah. he's fucking feminist. Like, yeah. people get upset. And you want to check out what what is he saying am i gonna get upset by it Mm -hmm. let me sign up for netflix like it works it works yeah i mean look like when it comes down to it it's like you know whether everyone's pissed off or whether whether everyone's celebratory they just want the name Chappelle to be the top trending term you know what i mean on the day that the Chappelle special drops you know what i mean so like if that's by getting everyone all pissed off if that's by sending like press releases being like he fucking pushes back at like pc culture because they know that that will trend like that is what it is yeah yeah so my punishment here is uh shane gillis actually he won't be on snl he will be on the reboot of mad tv the uh the, the new reboot which i i would love to see i, I wish but with all all your old favorites you know mrs swan yeah he's he yeah he'd be the new <laughs> he gets rebooted as mrs swan oh, exactly no. yeah so you know what time and place are we are we back in that place again i don't know uh speaking of uh i want to move on here can we to, talk about the the Chappelle special thing because there's I, a I very did watch it. i did watch it. you did watch oh, yeah, it yeah. What, what did you think what did you guys both think? Uh, what was your hot takes? I thought it was decent. Like, I thought some of it was, like, trying a little too hard to be whatever way. But overall, yeah. like, it was, you know... I thought it was okay. There's stuff yeah, in there, that, there's stuff in there that, like, disappoints me and, like, makes me, like, you know, I'm, like... Like, I'm just... Mo- I'm mostly just, like, ugh, Chappelle. Like, why do you have to, like, be this way? You're, like, old or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're, like, old. Fucking boomer. Uh, uh, like, that's yeah. really my biggest concern with him. I don't think anybody... So here's my thing. It's like, I disagree with Dave Chappelle. And I especially think that the middle chunk of the, of the standup special where it's like the LGBTQ uh, section is like not good. Like, I don't think it's like that good of a section. And I get people getting like pissed off about that. My, and I don't like begrudge anybody being pissed off about that. Cause I think posting is just fucking posting. You know what I mean? If you go out there and Mm -hmm. post, like I'm pissed off about the Chappelle special cause you like watched it and it pissed you off. I think that's perfectly fine. I do think that, you know, uh, uh, when you send out a comedy special and you you get it like you all just the offensive parts written down verbatim in an article, like I don't, you know, you know, I think that that like comes off a lot worse than it actually is. Um, true. So when true. it comes down to it, like uh, you know, what is it? What is what is the Chappelle special? I think it's not his best special. There were some funny parts. There were other not funny parts. Um, and I think Chappelle is an interesting guy and like a good comic. And you know, there's stuff in that special that's interesting. Like his worst joke in it 
is like a joker he does like an asian voice and like it's a trans joke too later in the special he talks yeah. about how he did that joke for his wife and she she hates the joke and like it's her and, least and favorite of his joke. and i thought yeah. that was yeah. like kind of interesting actually there's like yeah my takeaway from it is this is that i'm like dave Chappelle in doing a stand-up special his job is to be funny it's not necessarily for him to be right you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I think that even yeah. he kind of acknowledges that within the special. And so, you know, I think people get a little bit yeah. confused sometimes because of the Louis thing, you know, and because of, you know, Louis being yeah. pushed out. It's like what Louis is being, what Louis was pushed out for was like being a fucking sex creep. You know what I mean? Like actually doing like sex yeah. crimes to people. Um, and then also like he came back and was doing sort of like, you know, uh, uh, red state material. And that, and that was notable because of what his persona was before he got caught jacking off in front of people. You know what I mean? I think that that yeah. kind of like got people confused. It's like, we're not canceling Louie because he said fucked up jokes. We're not, and, and I also just don't even think cancel culture really exists or anything. Like, people are just making their voices hurt and like talking out and stuff like that. So, I yeah. don't know. I'm like, uh, uh, the Chappelle special is not his best. Big, big lull in the middle. Uh, but there's some funny stuff in it. And I, and you know, again, I, I think it's not his duty to be right. I think it's just his duty to be funny and like share what his perspective is. I don't think, it, and I, you know, I'm someone who like, I have the opinions that I have. I watched the special and I didn't like come away from it being like, fuck, you know, he's like right about trans people or whatever. You can like watch something mm-hmm. and be like, I disagree with that. You know what I mean? I think that we're like yeah. Yeah. giving him too, way yeah. too yeah. much power by saying like that by saying these things, he'll be like influencing people to think that way. I'm like, I don't particularly agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you can like watch stuff by people you disagree with and see art by people you disagree with and like it's not painful or it's not, you know, whatever. But I also wouldn't begrudge anyone uh, who would like, you know, uh, said, but I also don't think it will like be looked on kindly by history. You know what I mean? Like, I think some of this, like, especially yeah. the trans stuff in the special will be looked down, will be looked back at like some of the material about like gay people in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I Speaking mean, of, don't don't you think that uh, you know comedians are philosopher kings? Though, don't uh, what uh, about uh, Richard Pryor and uh, George Carlin? Uh, don't shouldn't we get all of our opinions and viewpoints from comedians all the time? Well, I mean, so, honestly, that is like the sort of like that's where this whole thing comes from. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. there were guys that were so happy to benefit from that. Like, I would say, like the Louis C.K.s of the world were so yeah, happy definitely. to be our philosopher kings, and like, we're so happy to like <laughs> step into that role. You know what I mean? I don't actually think Chappelle ever did that I don't think Chappelle ever like put himself forward as one of the philosopher kings I think he's always just been like a comedy guy you know what I mean so it's like it's not like he was out there being one of the fucking you know genius guys and he's now doing blue material he's just a comic I don't know yeah did you guys catch like the last uh, 20 minutes of it where uh, where he was um, he said someone was in the audience who was trans and uh who was asking him about like the R. Kelly thing and uh oh is it the bonus thing yeah the, no, the bonus thing that. I didn't, I didn't see, see the bonus uh, thing no I didn't even know about that oh yeah if you if you uh, watch it like all the way until the end it does one of those things where it shows the credits and then it's like hey other thing uh, you okay. know in the bottom right hand corner of the screen so yeah. uh, uh he was talking it, it, he did like a Q and A session after mm-hmm. one of the uh, one of the specials and he was talking about uh, he had this interaction with a trans woman in the audience. Uh, who was talking to him about the R. Kelly situation and how, like, people were saying back then he, quote, normalized R. Kelly. And she's like, well, how come? Because if you're doing trans jokes, you're not normalizing, like, transgenderism. Yeah. And that that was another one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I a lot of stuff within that middle section was, like, sort of fuzzy for me. But that was like, oh, that's like a kind of good point. Like, I got something out of some uh, of the stuff, you know. I mean, I would again, also say that like, I even disagree with the, like, normalizing R. Kelly thing because I'm like, yeah. I actually think that, like, Chappelle at that time, I look at that and I'm like, why wasn't the fucking news talking about R. Kelly every night? You know what yeah, I mean? I like, Chappelle mean was the that. only yeah. guy on television doing a thing about how R. About, or, I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle is the only guy on television doing like a thing about how R. Kelly like, is fucking underage girls and stuff and pissing yeah. on them. Yeah. Um, I don't know what part of that is normalizing it, but yeah. Uh, there's but, I mean, I'm also like, you know, uh, Boondocks did that too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is like, I don't think, I think that that material about trans people will like be looked back on like 
cringily but i again don't think that Chappelle has much more responsibility than to like share what's true to him and to be funny you know what i mean and yeah. like mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily think he was being hateful i think he's like expressing the viewpoint of like an older person who is like not uh with it enough you know what i mean like someone he's not there yet uh but i think he's just expressing like what he thinks and trying to do it in a funny way yeah well so uh this week it's not just him that's canceled but anderson cooper um and what's this guy's name oh they got uh, a, they got a picture of the crowd and they zoomed in and found him and circled anderson him there. cooper john mayer and Andy Andy Cohen. And who is that? Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, th- the four of them were at the show, and uh, this out.com article uh, like pointed this out, that uh, Anderson Cooper was at the show, and they're trying mm. to cancel him for being in the audience uh, he, he actually ghost wrote Chappelle's uh material <laughs> really is that are no, you no oh, god did. damn you god damn you <laughs> i'm like well because why i know that's i didn't only- <laughs> read the article so i don't know <laughs> no i don't know yeah that's the only reason i could think of but apparently just him being there is enough well, yeah honestly look there's so much for anderson cooper to get canceled over you know this is not it you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. God, it's, it's gonna be chief. anything it's like you know um maybe like drawing up support for wars and stuff like that we should cancel them for but i don't know about like going to a comedy show yeah, yeah. he just, Are, he's should just we cancel the reviewers for watching it too <laughs> should we like also be like did you watch I this would special, say so, yeah. you sick fuck yeah, you lose your job. <laughs> Let's and they, whoever wrote this article too, they're talking about it. They're bringing attention to it. I say they're done for as well. Wow. So sorry, uh, sorry, not sorry. Nico you? Lang, you're on blast. You're on blast. <gasps> you're on my. Yeah, shit I, list. I say to the person who tweeted out the thing, like, you watched this damn show. You you too watched this special. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You've you can't watch yourself. the special in order to circle him with a red marker to get this screenshot. You had to watch it. Oh, yeah. that's awful. Uh, let's move on to another story here. Uh, a little gaming segment. Jack, I know you said you're a Final Fantasy freak. I mean, or at least I a fan. I, maybe sure. not a freak. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a freak. So. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you speak to our guests in yeah, such a I, I got to stop calling the guest names. But anyway, uh, Final Fantasy VIII uh, remaster. Uh, it's either out or coming out. I don't know. Uh, only top-notch research here at Thought Cops. But apparently... Uh, some of the character designs have been changed. And this actually is the same for the new Final Fantasy VII remake, where... Oh, oh there, there was a car oh, now they're, now they're done outside, beeping yeah. outside. Okay. So, a lot of people are complaining about not only the uh, Final Fantasy VIII remaster, but the Final Fantasy VII remake, where uh, the character's breast sizes are uh, too small or too... Quote, Tifa's boobs got nerfed. They got nerfed. Oh, okay, sure. So... And there was like it goes all the way down to the to the nitty gritty where people it's uh they're comparing screenshots from the original Final Fantasy VIII and the remaster and showing like the depth of like where their uh, shirt indents go down in the middle like re- revealing like this is how much oh wow uh, cleavage they showed in the in 1999 and here's how much they're showing in 2019 and sure this is uh you know the here we are and I mean, uh, there's even like a, uh, textures being low resolution or anything like that but go ahead sure. it, it may or may yeah you know graphics yeah. and you know I, that's all yeah. you know that's beyond my capacity for sure. understanding of course but they uh this this comes down to something similar while well, people go, pointed to a similar argument i forget the name of the game uh but i think i think it was a nintendo switch game or something like that where uh they were doing a side-by-side screenshot where um the term vagina bones was used i don't know if this Jeez. rings a bell for anybody but jesus christ it was basically like the the woman's um her shorts were I think you're about to find it here, Grant. Um, I'm looking. Yeah, you, there it is, the top image. Um, this is from 2016. Yeah, somewhere. Is that it? Somewhere about, yeah. So they did a side-by-side comparison where the pelvis indent was missing, but the people on Twitter kept calling it vagina bones. Well, I mean, so I get, you know, uh, this is maybe the level of sort of female anatomy awareness for the folks that are very upset about the changes in the Final Fantasy games. I don't know. Yeah. Get to learn somehow, and this this is how it's done. So there's a lot of uh, you know people are upset about the nerfing, as you said, 
And, uh, you know, what the, what this might mean for society at large. I don't know. Well, I mean, eventually, you know, as you make things look more and more like real people, they're going to start looking more and more like real people. Like, yeah. you just can't, you can't escape it. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck in that uncanny valley, you know? Yeah. So, you know, this is uh, just another topic of the week. Final Fantasy, you're on blast, I suppose. Um I don't know. Yeah, I might not much else to say about this besides... Get the bones back in there, Final Fantasy. Yes. Come on, let's put yes. the bones back in. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the punishment, I would say. Let, yeah, put those bones back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, try and be a little more uh, progressive. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Let's think back. Uh, Do we all forget what happened in health class? Anybody remember the uh, female anatomy vagina bones much? <laughs> we all forget about that lesson? Brings a whole new, uh, whole new meaning to the word boner. <laughs> Let's uh let's move on to one more story here. Uh, speaking of gaming, uh, let's move on to a different, t- a little bit of a different kind of gaming. I'm talking, of course, about board games. Oh, okay, right. sure. Uh, what's it, what's this one called? Jack, have you seen the uh, new uh, Monopoly reboot? I have, I have. I've seen Miss Monopoly, and I've also seen Miss Monopoly Miss. for Socialists or whatever. Socialism yeah, social- Monopoly. I didn't. Is that a real thing? I think Socialism Monopoly is kind of older, isn't it? It came out like a while ago, but it just sort of flew under the radar. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know. It flew under my radar. Monopoly Socialism is a... Yeah, it's like a... Is it older? I don't know. I mean, are you... uh, It's from like August. I'm I'm like finding some... But I think it's only from a couple weeks ago. The only earliest stuff Um, I can find is from like three weeks ago. Old enough. Actually, no. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh... Well, I mean, apparently it's not, I, so I I've just seen I it. only yeah. I only uh, uh, want to like get that point and, and you know uh, figure out if that's correct or not because I think this is another example of this kind of like two prong marketing yeah. trying to just like pit everybody against each other. It's like yep. the same yeah, people exactly. that are making Miss Monopoly that are like actually men get like a little less when they pass go are the same exact people that made socialism monopoly that's like being like jokey about how socialism is bad. It's like they just want your fucking money, folks. They don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are. Like, honestly, so much. It, it's like Grant said with the Matrix coding, like yeah. doing the yeah. show every week. It's like we don't exactly like talking about this stuff. I wish I didn't know about socialism <laughs> oh, sure. monopoly. But you know what? We make, you know, we make a little bit of money on Patreon and people have fun listening. So sure. we'll keep doing it. I do a and- morning show every day. It's a fucking disaster. <laughs> but it's kind of fun in a weird yeah, fucked up way yeah, sure people are willing to pay me point. to continue humiliating myself it's great exactly yeah do you ever just hit that point where you just fucking break mentally and you're like <laughs> i just i just ran out of fucking words and we're not there yet but we're getting close um <laughs> but the whole the whole thing here is yeah like with the whole like the whole matrix coding is you do really see all of this Really just boil. It's like we said with the Disney movies where it's like the um, the like the Little Mermaid is going to be played by a black actress where it's like there is probably no sincere anything behind that. It's just, hey, we're talking about it. You know, know, it's like two guys are doing a podcast about it. For me, I'm like, you know, uh, in some ways I wish there'd be new stuff. I don't really give a shit about if there's a black uh, uh, Little Mermaid or not. You know what I mean? Like, I I think there'd be cool if there was newer ideas and movies and stuff like that. Uh, But yes, it is just kind of like harnessing these larger ideas, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, kind of harnessing these like larger, more important movement ideas uh, uh, to sell movies and TV shows and toys and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's very cynical. Uh, And, you know. uh, uh, Well, and here's here's what I think is an interesting parallel to the uh, the Little Mermaid example is uh, they make the Little Mermaid black and who's screaming about it is a bunch of uh, like old white men (laughs) (laughs) who like aren't the fucking target audience like in the first place they're gonna be in the theater on day one like tears in their eyes like i wanna be but that's also that's also disney wants that too i'm like once again it's like disney rolls it out because they want to be able to pick and choose i actually wonder how many old white men are upset about little mermaid and how much of it is just like disney astroturfing and like pulling quotes from like the three people i think maybe no one gives a fuck about the new little mermaid you know and then all of it is just you know what i mean and all of it is uh uh 
no. Yeah. Well, the the parallel Just I'm to trying to draw soap. is it's like, all the cell soap, everybody. <laughs> exactly. And soap, like soap, the, soap. The thing with Monopoly is nobody fucking likes Monopoly. It's the wor- it's one of the worst board games. Famous for getting in, like, famous for getting people in fights with each other. Nobody fucking likes Monopoly. They only, what? They only buy it when it's, like, a collector's version of, like, the Game of Thrones Monopoly, the Star Wars Monopoly. And it sits on the shelf. It sits on the fucking shelf. People are just, they're doing this so that they can sell more versions of Monopoly, because no one's going to fucking play Miss Monopoly. Can you read some of the new rules? Um, I, I know... There's a new thing Here. with, I know, passing go yeah. involves... In, in Miss Monopoly, women receive 240 when they pass go, whereas men only receive 200. I'm, Additionally, I'm women will receive uh, 1,900 at the beginning of the game instead of 1,500. And this is this is just like a, a tone-deaf criticism of, like, what causes <laughs> systemic <laughs> issues to boil up in the first yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, again, it's it's one of these sort of just harnessing of real movements and ideas cynically to fucking to fill shelf space at target yeah yep because christmas season is right around the corner folks uh (laughs) break out get your get your uh, little cousin miss monopoly break it out at the uh family gathering and get into an argument with your uncle who you can get monopoly socialism that would make your uncle happy that yeah you get him monopoly socialism and then you get yeah. the daughter, Miss Monopoly. Everyone has a wonderful Christmas, and and Hasbro makes money too. It's great. So I'll be the thimble. Uh, you can be the piece of avocado toast, <laughs> dude. If if I brought socialism Monopoly home, my dad would throw the board at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait for Christmas this year. <laughs> so let's let's punish this. Uh, yeah. Miss Monopoly, socialism, Monop- just Monopoly in general. You know, what do you think? Fuck Monopoly. Fuck Monopoly. But what? Uh, what? You know, what do we say here? I mean, what's what's uh, the Monopoly? Don't pass go. Don't collect my twenty dollars. All right. I mean, Monopoly. You know, I, I think that at the core, Monopoly is an interesting game. You know, uh, uh, Monopoly itself has been waylaid by global capitalism because it's a fun little yeah. parody of you know the excesses of uh, uh, of of the Roaring Twenties. You know what I mean? And now it's yeah. just like. You know, you don't think about how Monopoly is is it's it's an annoying game that's not fun to play, and that's the point. That's like what yeah. the joke is of Monopoly. So I actually kind of like Monopoly. <laughs> they should do an updated uh, podcasters Monopoly where you pass go and you get twenty dollars in your Patreon. It, it's fucking twentieth. Uh, it's twentieth century. It's twentieth century irony poisoning. Yeah. Just like, oh, I don't I don't get the joke and like you just get fucking absconced with it. You love it anyway. So uh let's move on here to uh our well, you know, our we'll do our thought cops word of the week this week. Grant, you wanna explain this one? Oh fuck. Yeah, uh the thought cops word of the week is slofy. <laughs> which is a <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. noise that my eye made. That's the noise that my eyes made when I uh read the word. This is um, uh, from the Apple keynote. Yeah. So uh, the iPhone released a new phone that has three cameras. Oh, um, apparently it's making people tri- tripophobic. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, a condition that I don't believe exists. Do you remember Blake was on the show and he yeah. talked about having well, it? Well, I'm going to buy him an iPhone to yeah. fuck with him. I'm going um, to wave it around in his face. Yeah. Because I'm, uh, I'm a bastard. Well, when I saw that it was trending on Twitter, I clicked it to like read more about it. And uh, Twitter had one of those like, "Hey, the following may contain sensitive materials." Okay, and you they, and you clicked. They anyway. did a trigger warning yeah. for just three cameras on an iPhone. Wait, did you have to do like an age verification? Yeah, I clicked the captcha. Okay, uh, but Slofi is a slow motion selfie. There you go. Yeah. What does that mean? It's just uh, one of the cameras takes slow motion selfies. But the picture is still. I don't understand. But it's the- a video. It sounds like a type okay. of turd. It sounds like a type of turd <laughs> to me. It's a slofy. Yeah, comes out slow and smooth and loafy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a slow we, loaf. We, we, a slow loaf. <laughs> we made our own. Uh, well, let's let's move on here to key to the city. We like to end on a positive note here on Thought Cops. So like we said, there's a lot of negativity in the world. A lot of, you know, they're trying to pit us against each other, and I, for one, am not going to have it. So. 
Uh, my thought cops key to the city this week goes to the uh, the barbecue boomer character. If anyone's seen these memes, it's the uh, there. It's a lot of these boomer memes. It's this character. He's a clip art of this uh, middle aged white guy with a he's a, he's grilling and he's got an apron on and he's yeah. like uh, he's like uh, Antifa um, Nazis. I'm just out here trying to grill. Oh God! And he's he, <laughs> but people have fucking abs- baller. <laughs> people have it's like this like cheesy like Microsoft clip art of this like guy on a grill. <laughs> but people, <laughs> there's been a lot of really funny um, variations of it. My favorite was uh, that's that it was a panel from <laughs> from Watchmen when Doctor Manhattan's on Mars <laughs> and he's like, I, I I'm tired of these people and their whatever. <laughs> but it's like the barbecue boomer on Mars by himself. Fuck yeah. Because he really, he really, you know, he really says a lot to speak. He speaks truth to power. He um, read Jonathan Haidt's uh, fucking book about centrism. and I mean, the guy, you know, he's he says he just wants to grill, but that's just, uh, there's a lot more to him than that. Um, Jack, did you have a key to the city? Uh, anything positive you've seen this week or just in general? Yeah, so uh, uh, I, um, it's so, it is so uh, uh, not often, it is so not often that good things happen. Uh, uh, but I was very, uh, um, I was I was very heartened this week by uh, California over here passing the uh, AB5 bill that would, ostensibly uh, is like targeted at Uber and Lyft and all of the sort of gig economy yeah, yeah. apps and would make them uh, uh, be reclassified as employees. And uh, oh, yeah, cool. I'm like, that's some good yeah. shit, actually. And I hope that the, that is, I was like shocked that anything good ever happened. Obviously, Uber and Lyft and them are going <laughs> to devote like $100 million to fight it. But uh, fuck, I, I hope that we can uh, keep that law over here in California. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Cool. Oh, and we got a fucking loud Ubers here in Chicago. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Grant, what's yours? Uh, my key to the city this week goes to the uh, Netflix show fucking uh, the fucking... the Dark Crystal uh, Age oh, of nice. Resistance. Fucking okay. awesome show. I've yeah, seen you've been tweeting a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's a puppet show. In episode six or seven, they have the puppets have a puppet show. That's fun. It's brilliant. Yeah. No, that's no, cool. I, I spent all weekend watching it. It's great if you're a fan of the original movie or if you're like me and you've never seen the movie. The movie, uh, I didn't like it, but the okay. fucking show is great. It's Game of Thrones with fucking puppets. Really? I'm one of the one of the puppets beats another puppet to death with like a fucking crowbar like wow, <laughs> it's literally game of thrones it's dark it's fucking dark it's a it's all it's, about it's a genocide crystal, yeah. it's a dark crystal check it out it's in your netflix it, watch it instead of uh the Chappelle special or you know what, yeah or whatever yeah. the uh post comedy special of the week is <laughs> yeah <laughs> nanette too watch electric, out for it electric boogaloo oh god so uh before we get to our final segment here, voicemails, uh, Jack, where can we find you on social media and all uh, your podcasts well, and everything at, uh, else? On Twitter, I'm at, at Jack Allison, LOL. Uh, for Struggle Session, you can uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash struggle session. That has links to all the various podcast websites. And for my morning show, Jack AM, mm-hmm. that's at twitch.tv slash Jack AM. Uh, every Monday through Friday, uh, 7 a.m. Pacific. 10, uh, or, I'm sorry. Yeah, 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. Cool. That's All it. Right. And um, <laughs> was there any like answer? Yeah, yeah, do, you want my, do you want my like email address or what, what else do people give? Yeah, for, wait, we want phone, a, number, a phone social number. Security yeah, you want to throw that out there? No, that's that, that'll do. That'll do. Uh, let's get to the voicemails here. No, like what I would do is like <laughs> I would finger my urethra. Ah, what, what the fuck? So what, what was it? What was the context there? <laughs> that's awful. To begin with, you call in a call into a show to say something like that. How horrible! What? <laughs> no, no, that was our audio engineer Zwick. Zwick. It, it was like a weird cut from something. What? what? The, who the hell said that? I don't. I don't know. Who does? The context is lost. Hey, on Zwick. Me. I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm not shaming you, but apparently, yeah, it was a four-second voicemail. Yes, but somebody else sent that in. I think that was mean. I think that was mean of them to do. They should not have. Wow. They should not have isolated Zwick's clip of what makes him happy and sent it into our show <laughs> and to in in some attempt to embarrass him. Shame on you, <laughs> Lars. Awful. Terrible. Let's move Just on. Terrible. Oh, you really hate to see that. <laughs> hey, stupid cops. Oh, it was really fucking stupid and like 
truth that America is not number one. The fact that we have like 50 mile an hour speeding limits on fucking freeways. Yeah. Come on. I know this is just so that it can like catch people going normal speeds like 70 and give them tickets for tax revenue. But come on. If I'm pretty sure the Germans aren't as good as Americans. They don't, isn't it like there's no speed limit on the Audubon? If any crowd, I believe that's the case. Me, I don't know, but I think I'm correct on that. So I think we need to like follow the German footsteps and like have no speed limits. Because okay, like I should not be having to go 50 miles an hour on the freeway. I should be able to go oh, like 100. Because I don't. And leave a voicemail like, while you do, because this was clearly called in the car. Okay. Well, I did get ticketed, but not for speeding. That's another. Because you're on the phone, is that why you got ticketed? Complaint. But <laughs> yeah, I think we need 80 hour minimum on freeways. This yeah. is 50 bullshit or um, 55. Even like I did, even accept. Oh my god! All right, all right. I think okay. We need 80, you just so, you just yeah, cut this. I, I think that on the, just this one thing because. We got the gist of this here. Yeah, I, I think that um, I just want to say to all of our listeners: be safe out there. Um, I know, I know you may like you may like the show, uh, but it's not worth getting a ticket for. It's not worth calling while you're going a hundred miles an hour on the highway to we leave have, us a voicemail. We, we have professional comedy writer Jack Allison, who's worked <laughs> on many great TV shows, yeah. and has had a long-standing career. And these are the voicemails you guys leave us. <laughs> I mean, look, Jack, I, any opinions on this? Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're in LA. Hey, LA traffic. You know, uh, how, what's your opinion on the speed look, limits? My opinion on the speed limits uh, are, you know, I think a cool 65 is just fine. You know, I agree that 50 yeah. feels a little low to me. But my other answer, uh, my answer on texting and driving and calling and driving, um, mm-hmm. is that I do. I would advise people not to do it. Uh, but I'm very good at it. You know, if you're in LA, you'll get very, very good at it. You'll learn how to do it, and I'm very yeah. excellent at it. But for everyone at home, do not do not do it. I've got a number yeah. of tickets for uh, texting and driving. But you, you don't want to miss that meeting, though. So no. keep that phone on hand. Keep the phone handy, <laughs> or whatever. Hey guys, hey. my two minutes of hate is people that when listening to the radio whistle along to parts of the song, <laughs> but for whatever reason, the thing they're whistling doesn't sound anything close to the song that's coming on the radio. And it drives me fucking crazy. I mean, I'm not a good whistler myself, and that's why I only do it when I know that nobody can <laughs> hear it. In fact, I try to these avoid get scarier it and scarier. because I know that I'm bad at it. But these fucking people, you work with them, you're stuck with them. And they're listening to the radio, you know, it's, you have really have no control over it. But these people, they whistle along and I can just feel my blood starting to boil. <laughs> Scary. God, fucking damn it. Jesus. My punishment would be the people that do this. They have to. Mm, let me think about that for a second. Is this like these Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men? Yeah, they're strapped into some kind of chair and they have to watch. You know, basically the scene from Clockwork Orange. There we go. There's a. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good punishment, don't you think? The fourth Clockwork reference episode in a row. <laughs> I just just keep I it picture going. him like sitting in a basement, like leaving this voicemail as he's like building a bomb <laughs> there's great acoustics on all of these too he's yeah and i yeah so let's uh why don't we do one more yo saw cop yo why are there so many people around who who can only interact socially with you by just showing you a a metric fuck ton of shitty memes that's yep. all they fucking do when they're talking to you when you social meet currency them, when you're hanging out with them or whatever that's all they can do they can't socialize they can't be funny on their own all they can do is just take up your time by showing you shitty memes. Yeah. And of course, because you're polite, you just have to sit and kind of do like a shitty, polite laugh. You just want to die. Like, <laughs> I've had fucking hours of today taken up by this stupid bullshit in class and like, Jesus. in class and out of class. It's such bullshit. Like, talk like a 
fucking person. Stop showing me your stupid <laughs> shitty jokes. Like, don't you get that I'm annoyed by this when my laughs get progressively fucking, like, not as hearty? Like, come on. It's exhausting. Why are fucking oblivious? Why do people rely on memes to be the end-all, be-all of comedy? Fucking sucks. Memes aren't funny. I, haven't, I don't think I've laughed at a meme in a while, if I'm being honest. Like, I just don't find them funny anymore. I don't know how people do. I don't know, man. I don't know. People are desperate to connect. You know, we, 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 live in, we live in crazy times, and uh, I agree with him that they're not funny, but at the same time... You know, we're all we're all sad. We're all just trying to find some common denominator. And sometimes it's a picture of SpongeBob and his eyes are glowing red. Jack, do you run into this problem a lot? With running it, people showing my my wife shows yeah. me memes. My wife is the only person that shows me memes. And I and I have to say, I don't really care for it, to be honest with you. I, you know, I don't love memes, but but she'll at least mostly only show me dog memes, which are, you know, ostensibly just videos of, you know, dogs pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, let's hope she doesn't listen to this lesson and (laughs) have her feelings hurt. Oh, well. I told her I don't like it. (laughs) And yes, she she persists. Anyway, uh, thanks again, Jack, for coming on the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you feel like supporting the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Anything helps. It goes a long, long way, and it makes us feel really good on the inside as well. And if you want to leave your own voicemail, you can do so at 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Check it out. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.